0: Welcome to Making the Turn, the premier green industry podcast that highlights professionals across many areas, including golf course management, sports turf, sales, business, education, landscaping, and more. Making the Turn is hosted by me, B.J. Parker. I've spent nearly 25 years in the green industry, mostly as a golf course superintendent, and now I want to bring the knowledge and insight from myself and the many people I've met and continue to meet along the way. Making the Turn will provide valuable content for those looking To learn from others, gain useful tips and tricks, and be better in their daily lives. You can find Making the Turn on Apple Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Please be sure to rate, review, share, and subscribe. It helps keep the podcast growing and getting better. Thanks for listening, and welcome to another episode of the Making the Turn podcast. What is going on, everybody? Welcome into another episode of Making the Turn. I'm your host, BJ Parker, and I appreciate you joining me. Well, it has been a few minutes since I have been on here, and I am glad to be back. I've got a real excited uh, person I'm excited to talk to today. I um, it thought about this long and hard about when I'm trying to bring this thing back, who I could talk to, and we have got a lot of things in common, and uh, I'm going to enjoy getting one to get to know him and another to uh, talk some... Things about things that we have in common. So, uh, Mr. Jay Maples, how are you doing, sir?
1: I'm great, man. How are you?
0: Man, I'm awesome. I really appreciate you doing this.
1: No, I'm, uh, we've, we've discussed in the past, I'm a huge podcast nerd. Yep. This is my first podcast, so uh, I'm, I'm psyched about this. You
0: excited about a podcast episode? I am,
1: I'm excited yeah. about this. This is, this is fun. This how, is fun.
0: How did you get in the podcast space? Like, what drew you into it? Uh, Not just doing this one, but in general
1: having a lot of windshield time on my hands uh for a long time covered a pretty in my sales history a pretty vast geographic territory middle tennessee east tennessee now i go everywhere from severeville to fayetteville arkansas basically um fort smith arkansas so uh i get a lot of windshield time off hours and i run out of people to talk to on the (laughs) phone uh so uh, I found uh, that there's this wonderful uh, app on my phone that allows people to talk to me for hours. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm addicted to them, and it's where uh, if I'm in the car, that's typically what's going on.
0: Yeah. Well, what What are some of the ones you like to listen to?
1: Um, I'm a big fan of Mark Maron, uh, mm-hmm. the uh, his podcast, um, Dan Carlin, Hardcore History, yeah. which uh, Dave Forbes, who we work with, got me started on that one, and then uh, there's a whole. List of music nerd yeah. stuff. I'm a music nerd again. We got a lot of things in, in common there. Uh, but uh, 60 songs that explain the 90s band splaying. There's a lot of really good music. Yeah. When you need a disconnect from work for a little while, just to listen to a good half hour. Or that will we'll do it for you
0: yeah well i was i was curious because i'm a i'm a big fan of podcasts too it's a reason why i started this podcast was because i got into the podcast space and i i looked at it more from a personal development business sense Mm -hmm. uh some other you know random things that i that started listening to and and it really drew me in and i just i'm like you i just i Music is not always what I wanted to listen to, and I wanted to learn, and I, and what a better way to do that. And you know, I'm I'm like I said, I'm more of you know personal development, business, finance, just trying to learn how to be better in my daily life. Because you know, I, there wasn't a lot of information about the green industry in our in the podcast world. Oh, yeah. There just at the time I started, there was basically maybe a not even a handful. And so that, that, I was like, well, you know, let's try our hand at this and see. And I just, you know, I had a bunch of friends and people that I knew. And I was like, let's just sit down and start talking to them. And sometimes we talk shop, sometimes we don't. And a lot of times, <laughs> you know, we just have a conversation about good old times and having, having fun and whatever, you know, whatever craziness we came across in the golf world, you know. So, well, you
1: know, that's what, what I think is so fun about podcasts is, you know, it's interesting. You look at media in general. It all started at radio, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And then we went to the visual media, and we went to we went to uh, television, and then the internet and YouTube. Yeah, but now it's all kind of coming back, you yeah. know. Uh, so that's pretty. There's yeah. something very personal about just having a conversation with somebody, even if you're not involved, yeah. you're well, just listening.
0: Well, the the cool thing for me is, is I get to learn new things about people that even I even as much as we know and have in common, I don't know a whole lot about you, and that's and that's the way it kind of goes with a lot of people that. Uh, I get to talk to. I mean, some of my closest friends. I'm like, you know, I, you know, I don't. I get to dive into them, and we just talk about those kind of things. So that's cool. So, so I didn't do you a, a, a great service because um, about what you do and and sort of. So I wanted to. That's where I kind of start usually. Is like most people. There's a lot of people that may not even know you and what you do. And I said, and so I know you work for Site One. I know you're you have a big time role at Site One, and and I just want to kind of. Get your evolution of how you got there, like where you started, what got you in the industry, and kind of let you just kind of go from there.
1: Yeah, so uh, I'm the area sales manager for uh, for Tennessee in the upper Delta. Yep. Which that's all of the state of Tennessee, uh, Mississippi, and Arkansas. Um, <clears throat> I've been here, Who I've been here for 18 and a half years 18 now.
0: 18 years.
1: Which is crazy. Yeah. Uh, it still seems like that. Uh, I should be looking forward to that five-year anniversary. It's gone by quickly, but I think you—you've probably quickly seen the culture here yep. at Site One is different than most places, and it's very familiar. You know, we're a tight group of folks, and that's something that attracts certain types of people, and I'm one of them. Um, I've been in this role for about two years now. I was—I was a salesperson with us for a while, way back in the day. Um, when I first met you, uh, although you, I, I'm not offended if you don't remember me because, uh, I was probably 19 years old, uh, and, uh, and kind of, kind of, uh, scary looking. I, uh, I, uh, and I grew up in, uh, in, uh, outside Dixon, Tennessee, a little community called Tennessee city, Tennessee wide spot in the road. There'll be a
0: lot of people that know where that's
1: at. <laughs> it's on the way to the river, right? Yeah. Yeah. Tennessee city. Uh, you know, a wide spot in the road. We had a volunteer fire department, a gas station, a Mason's Lodge, and about three churches. That's it. Yep. Uh, since I moved away, they have gotten a dollar store.
0: So oh. that's the
1: big news. Um, Moving on up. But, you know, just like so many people in our industry and in within our company, too. I needed a job, man. I yep. graduated high school. College just wasn't going to happen. I was going to waste somebody's money, whoever that was going to be. Um realized that just wasn't built for that and, so no uh, college huh no no i uh went straight uh, uh they were building a golf course in my hometown yeah and i was like man i cutting grass is easy i can do that <laughs> you know that sounds like an easy day uh, little did i know there was a whole lot more to it than that yep um just walked in the door met with the superintendent larry arnold yeah larry arnold wherever you are i'd love to see you um, and he offered me a job and, um, it was tough. It, it, it molded me into, to being an adult. Um, but I just fell in love with it, Yeah, you know? And, um, well, I was there probably six, almost seven years. Good friend of mine that I, I grew up with, uh, happened to be the next door neighbor to one of the branch managers for site one. And he went to go work for him. He just called me up one day. He's like, man, I think you'd really like this here. We got a, an opening, and, and I was an irrigation tech by that point for the golf course. And uh, he said, you're kind of you're into that irrigation stuff, aren't you? I'm like, yeah, that's, that's sort of what I do. Mm-hmm. He was like, man, why don't you come in and talk to my boss? So I came in, uh, sat down with that guy, and uh, he, my, my entire job interview was uh, somebody brought in a, a, a wire tracker. He's like, uh, you know what kind of battery that takes? I'm like, yeah, it takes those uh, those 12 volt lantern batteries. He's like, all right, you're hired. No way. That was the that was the <laughs> interview. Uh, these days with our company, it's obviously there's a there's a lot more involved with yes, that. Yes, it is. I was a delivery driver.
0: For well, it my, wasn't called Site One back then, was it?
1: No. So good point. Yeah, that was John Deere Landscapes, yep. and that was right after the uh, the initial acquisitions where where John Deere bought McGinnis Farms and. The uh, branch I worked for actually was a Century Rain Aid location. Okay, those were bought out, and that's that's sort of the the genesis of of site one. Of, originally coming from John Deere Landscapes was those first acquisitions. So especially around here, the stores that that people would be used to seeing here in Nashville or in Knoxville or Chattanooga or even Memphis, uh, most of those stores were either a McGinnis Farms or a Century Rain Aid location, yep. and that's where. Those of us that have been around for a little while, it's where we all came from, um, and then just uh, stuck with it. as a delivery driver, loved it, yeah. fell in love with that. To this day, I'd say it's the best job I've ever had. Uh, really enjoyed getting to know our customers, uh, getting to know the community, getting around. Um, we opened a store down here in Murfreesboro in 2008. Uh, little we know, that was going to be a really challenging year yeah, to open for sure. a store. Um, it was one of, the, one of the first full concept branches that John Deere Landscapes uh, opened. It was actually one of the last ones, too, for quite a while. Um, but learned a lot navigating that whole challenging climate in that next couple of years. Worked with some great people down there uh, and worked under some amazing people, some of the outside sales reps with the company, Mr. Tony Thomas. Oh, yeah, Tony. I know me. you know really well. Uh, Phil Thornton, some other great people from the industry, and eventually there was a position in outside sales that became available, and I moved into that, and I, I parked there for about six or seven years mm-hmm. uh, as a sales rep for us, and got to know even more of our, our customers and made some really strong friendships, and, and just enjoyed the ride ever since.
0: Yeah. What? Uh, so let's go back to the golf course days. Um, what what sort of skills and things did you learn there that you that kind of you'd still keep with you today what what were some of the things that from and you didn't mention the course but it was Greystone one yeah it was yeah. Greystone it was yeah.
1: Greystone uh, yeah in 90 uh, 90- was Bob there yeah Bob was there Bob, Yeah, Bob he was the was... last
0: one on my podcast that was the last episode what? Really? Yep. I'm, so, so he'll, I'm sure he'll enjoy this one.
1: Well, I don't even know if Bob remembers me. He would probably remember me as that kid that wouldn't let him get on the greens on a frosty morning. There you go. Um, yeah, so I uh, was an equipment operator out there. Um, like I said, I was just a punk kid, uh, 19 years old. And uh, the first thing it taught me was uh, the value of getting up early. Oh, getting, for
0: sure. No <laughs> doubt about that.
1: Get up early hydrate. Yeah. (laughs) That's a big one. Um, Be respectful. Uh, Keep your mouth closed. Listen to people that know better. Yeah. Um, If you, if you, especially on a golf course crew, if you, uh, if you kind of follow those rules, it'll get you pretty far. Yeah. But uh, I, I mean, I knew nothing. I had no concept other than watching uh, golf tournaments on television of the green industry. That was my first exposure, you know, of, of that. And I, eventually the uh the irrigation technician uh quit one day and uh the superintendent just came up to me and said hey i, I think you'd be good at this you want to do this yep i was like no nah, that sounds terrible you know <laughs> it's uh playing in the mud all day digging up i knew nothing about irrigation at all and uh he said he was he said i'll i'll pay you 60 cents more an hour i was like nah i mean irrigation <laughs> tech and uh again i just i i i enjoy learning how things function i'm a very technical person uh, You probably figured that out as we were, before we started this i'm all geeking out over all your equipment <laughs> over here and what this wire does and what that knob does um and just really enjoyed that piece of it it's just a whole new world to me and man i was able to build an entire career out of it yeah. you know, which is amazing
0: I tell you, you know, the majority of my career has been in the golf business. And the one thing that I have now seen what's kind of molded me was the systems and processes and how to go through things and structure that the golf business taught me Mm -hmm. that, you know, um, although it's very rigid, you know, it's it's seven days a week. It's, you know, a lot of the things, same things have to get done. The processes and things that I was – ultimately managing I started out spraying and doing the thing, same, very same things you were doing irrigation and whatnot had to learn all those skills but being a superintendent you have to be kind of a jack of all trades and you have to kind of figure out how to make projects work you have to figure out how to make customers happy and all that I can see now in my current role is helping me be more structured and it took me a little bit to kind of feel my way into it but mm-hmm. I, I, I said this in my recent interviews I was like I, once I figured out that I need to go back to what I knew and how to learn to be kind of system oriented, I, I, it started clicking for me. And that's all I did. And it was, and it's with every little customer reaction. It's every, with every little employee experience. And that's the bit. I can't tell you how much being in the golf business and all the technical knowledge and stuff I got. It's just the, those people skills and all the operational stuff. That was the thing that. It really, I started saying, you know, I was really thankful that I spent that time. You know, and
1: it's all those things that almost become second nature to you. Yep. You know, the. Uh, I, I always think about the, the hours of my life I've spent walk mowing greens. Yeah, for sure. You know, but I wouldn't give a minute of that back. That was, <laughs> I loved it. Uh, but I think it's I think it's good for you. <laughs> I think oh, it's, for sure. I think it's, um, but those repetitive actions, yeah. you know, those things, and and what we do interacting with people, sales, you know, those actions, that that translates. You yep. know, there's a lot of, there's a lot to be said for that.
0: Oh, for sure. And and the the biggest thing for me is is that you know you can lean on those skills you can in in like i said when you're dealing with customers or when you're dealing with issues you have to come up with you can fall back on those you yes. know those difficult times those hard times those processes that you have in place and say this is this is what i need to do to get you know find the common ground
1: you know you, you're talking about i'm a podcast nerd i'm a big fan of of, of a guy named dan carlin who hosts a, a podcast series called hardcore history And a a quote that he uses often is that history doesn't repeat, but it often rhymes. Yeah, I've heard that. And I think you could almost say that about your experience, man. If you can survive at a golf course on a golf course crew, dealing with all types of different individuals, and maybe that's the thing that you take away from that more than anything is you deal with everything from the you, you know the migrant worker, crew leader. To the guy that's been mowing grass on the course for 20 years, to the the brand new assistant superintendent that just graduated from Auburn, yep. to the golf pro who played on the PGA tour, you learn how to deal the chef of the restaurant. Mm-hmm. You turn out if you work at a course, you realize those food and beverage folks are important. Oh, for sure. And um, you you learn how to work with all those different types of people and personalities. Yep. And I think that is a great molding experience. And I think it's something a lot of people uh, don't necessarily get the opportunity to do so early in mm-hmm. life. You know, they say kind of in their own silos. Yeah. Uh, but man, you meet a lot of interesting people working on a golf course. Oh, that's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You'd see a lot of interesting things we don't, we don't need to get into Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: So how, how did How did you come up with or how did you develop your selling leadership style? What are some of the things you fall back on when you're doing, you know, in your current role and kind of the things you're doing now?
1: Ooh, that's a heavy question, brother. Um, (laughs) Sometimes we get deep. Yeah, that's a deep one, man. Um, I get again, I, I go back to the people I had the opportunity to understudy under, whether intentionally or not. Um, I go back often to that ability to talk to different types of individuals and understand they each has a different agenda mm-hmm. or need. Um, and they're going to take something away from the conver- conversation a little different than yeah. maybe somebody else does. And the ability to be cognizant of that and realize that, uh, I think, is the main thing. Um Sales is a, a very process driven, and we talk again about there's processes yeah. in in golf, you know, you, you know, especially in golf maintenance. And sales is very much like there there really is when you can break it down. It is a, a science to it. Mm-hmm. There it's not an art, there's a science, and there's a, a process that you follow, and sometimes you're successful, sometimes you're not learning that. But um, I tell you that I would say that the thing that I hope my team members take away from interacting with me is, is that at our company at Site One we often say customer first. Right. That, that is that's truly the heart of what we are about. Um, and I I really learned that from working with some salespeople that I was an operations person at one of our branches and I would have you know we'd have an issue or a product failure or a customer service issue. And you get your heart involved in it, you're mm-hmm. like, "Oh, that guy, he's just being unreasonable." And uh, in particular, uh, uh, a gentleman named Phil Thornton, who I mentioned earlier. Yeah. I, I don't know if you've had an opportunity mm-hmm. to work with Phil, but amazing, been with our company for 30 years and uh, really taught me a lot of what I know technically and sales acumen, but he would always tell me, "All right, cool down, you know, drink some water, take a step back and look at it from their perspective. You're now them yep. and this problem has happened to you. How do you feel about that? And how would you like yeah. for somebody to, to, to serve you? Mm-hmm. And that sounds simple. It's yeah. hard to do that, yeah. that disconnecting, but that is the key I think to good customer service. I hope that that's something we're starting to see more of. Um, that's uh that's something I pride myself in that was kind of my brand, yeah, uh, when I was selling, um, and I think that's what, as I'm trying to work with some of this newer generation of, of sellers we're bringing into the into the company, something I'm trying to instill within, is that you know, just take a breath, step back, put yourself in their and their shoes, mm-hmm. and what's your view of of your performance, our performance in our company, yeah, and if that's not. Positive. What do we need to do to make that happen? Mm-hmm. Because in the end, that's the only thing that matters. A tree, a shrub, you know, whatever we've got to do to make the situation right. But but we really want the customer to come away with the opinion that uh, Site One cares for me. and they yeah. have to take care of me. And and personally, Jay cares for me. Right. Because you know, I do. Yeah. Um, that's that's sort of my been my brand and and what I you know sales like i said that's an acumen it's a science we could get into all that but yeah. that to me that's the heart of what we try to do
0: yeah well i mean it doesn't i mean it goes without saying but if we didn't have customers we wouldn't have jobs exactly. and and so they they are first they do come first and and when you have a company as big as site one is then you have you know, you're going to have your ebbs and flows with that system and that process. But at the end of the day, you hope that the, you're getting it right the majority of the time.
1: Well, it's the fun part of the job. Too. Yeah. You get to meet so many people and so many interesting people. And, and so many of the people we work with and meet are, are you know, entrepreneurs. They're mm. starting their own thing. You yeah. Know? And maybe this is the first time they've started their own business, you know. Um, and so that's exciting. And to be able to help them and see them grow. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm at a point now, 18 years in, where I've got, we have customers in this market that I remember, one in particular, I remember the day he walked into the branch with his dad to co-sign on his credit account. He was 16 or 17. Yeah. Huge account with us now. Yeah. And that's just cool. You know.
0: I'm sure there's a ton of stories out there like that. And, you know, and to see the, the growth of just the people I've seen in the short time, it's just and it's a pretty cool, you know, experience. So,
1: and the good thing is, you know, people tend to stick around with us. Yeah, and I, I think that speaks well for us.
0: Yeah, that that is a very uh, is a good positive. Yeah, uh, that's double negative, but whatever. <laughs> so, what's the day? What's a day in the life of Jay Maples look like? It, it, what is what is like a day for you?
1: It's a lot of coffee. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, it just depends. Uh, my, my days go one of two ways. I am either right down the street here in my home office on yeah. my laptop uh, doing Zoom calls, WebEx, whatever yeah. you want to call it, and uh, working sales reports um, on the phone a whole lot. Yeah. Uh, or I'm in the car uh, traveling into Knoxville, Memphis, Jackson, yeah. Little Rock, somewhere like that listen to podcasts on the phone. Heck yeah. Uh, I spend a whole lot of time with our the rest of our sales members, riding along, meeting their customers, trying to get to know their markets a little bit better. Mm. Um, but it's usually, uh, you know, day usually starts off a typical day. Uh, I'm getting my little boy up. My wife's a public school teacher, so she's usually out the door pretty early. I get my little four-year-old up, take him to daycare, and then- nice. Then start the phone calls. Um, those are the good days where I get to be home. I get to pick him up. Yeah. Um, but there are there are a few days away, uh, nights on the road. It's not anything that's not, not bad, manageable. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, hey, I know getting to work with you is going to be a big a blast. I'm looking forward to doing all the things that that we can do together. I, I don't, you know, we don't necessarily work that closely together but i'm having a, a, a great time at site one and it's just been a blast you're and working
1: with uh you're working with some of my former customers who are some of my favorite i know people, and
0: they me. ask about you all the time listen Th- they was, say where's jay at these days
1: <laughs> that, <laughs> that was a that was a hard one to let go of yeah. man that they're they're some of my favorite folks yeah, so it, uh, i'm i'm excited for y'all to get to work together because yeah. i know y'all are gonna really gel yeah so
0: well, I, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful too. It's been a great. It's been a great few months. First, I can't believe it's been like five months already, but it's been fun. And how is
1: it already July, dude? I know. <laughs> right.
0: And what's up with this weather? I mean, this <laughs> is the monsoon str- season. <laughs> this is the no kidding the, the strangest weather I've been around in Tennessee in a while. Is it's not I,
1: good for the irrigation business. <laughs>
0: You're right about that. We were we were talking about that today. It's like, why are we running this irrigation? But you know, like, whatever, just yeah. keep rolling with keep it. Keep rolling. <laughs> um, talk a little bit about family life. I, you said you're, uh, you got a wife and a little boy. Um, mm-hmm. t- uh, tell me how. Tell me about them.
1: Yeah. So uh, my wife, like I said, she's a public school teacher. Um, we grew up in the same small town. Yeah. Uh, funny story. She actually. So, uh, my friend Jeremy, who also works for the company up in Nashville.
0: At at the Nashville branch? At the Nashville branch. Yeah.
1: And um, I owe my job to him and also meeting my wife. She was the singer in his band.
0: Oh, nice.
1: Yeah, right? Yep. Um, So, I I, I owe him a dinner or something. (laughs) Um, If
0: you're listening, Jerry, cash in. Yeah. Jeremy?
1: Um, So, uh, yeah, we've been together. Oh heck, I don't know. Ten or twelve years now. Yeah. Um, I guess ten years. I should know that, right? Nine, ten years.
0: Well, she won't. She may not listen to this. Uh-huh. <laughs> She's not
1: going to now, right? <laughs> uh, but yeah, we've uh, we're both from Dixon, um, and uh, we lived here. We've lived in Nashville for a few years. Uh, decided to move out here to the burbs. Built a house in eighteen. Uh, settled down a little bit got our little guy about four and a half years ago Levon. Yeah. My anybody that knows me or follows me on Facebook or anything knows it that's pretty much what I do is just hang out with them have some yeah. adventures um, and we have a good time like I said we're both she's a music teacher I'm a music nerd so there's a lot of music in our lives our little our little guy's a big music fan um, so he's finally at the age where we can start seeing some shows and stuff so yeah. we're getting out and, and doing that that's you know i and then I, I I like to think that I'm a I'm a runner. Uh, in practice, it hasn't been going so well lately. Uh, I know I don't look like it, but uh, there's some of that going on yeah. too. Um, that's another one of the kind of fun things we do with the company. There's a there's a annual 5K, a virtual 5K. We're doing that I kind of head up with locally. So, um, but yeah, that's that's about it, man. We're we're pretty quiet folks. We're enjoying it here in the yeah. in the burbs in Rutherford County and and uh, just doing our thing.
0: Well, it's where I grew up, you know. I, I, I went to elementary school, middle school, and high school here in Murfreesboro. Oh,
1: really? What part of town were you
0: um, So we lived... Uh, Mainly on the west, uh, well, I say it's west, out by SportsCon yeah. and uh, Regency Park. That was side then. Yeah, I, I guess <laughs> it's west, I don't know. Uh, it, this town has changed so much, yeah. it's crazy. Um, but yeah, I went to Oakland High School, played golf um, there for them, and uh, that's what got me in the golf business is my love for golf. You don't play golf, do you?
1: No, I don't. Yeah. I don't. I uh, briefly fooled around with it a little bit when I was over at Greystone, yeah. but no, I'm not a I'm not a golfer. I'll talk golf with you all day long. Well, I mean, yeah, you know, I I enjoy that, but uh but now uh, you're not gonna find me on the course too much.
0: It's always interesting when you talk to people that started out in the golf business that I find it fascinating that a lot of people never played the game. They just that was a job. It was it was cool to mow and mm-hmm. there uh, there's a lot of people in this business that are in the golf business. I'm not necessarily in the golf business anymore, but um that, uh, that don't play or, yeah. or got into it because they right didn't play. There. I'm right yeah. there
1: with them, yeah. yeah. But, uh, loved it. Loved working there. Just uh, never was something I was that interested in yeah. taking up.
0: Now, didn't you tell me a story that you came and stole sod from us or we gave you sod from I golf clubs? I didn't
1: club? steal the sod. <laughs> there was some sort of uh, backdoor deal. Um, yeah, I spent a good part of a summer. I want to say it was the summer. We, it might have been the second summer. At Graystone, somewhere around 99, yeah. 2000. Uh, y'all were cutting out your roughs. I think, yeah, it was uh, taking out all the fescue, and we were, uh, or maybe it was T-box surrounds. It was 20, what was that, 25 yeah. years ago? It was a while ago. It's <laughs> been a minute since I've been out there. Yeah. Yeah. So I spent, a, I spent a good amount of time on a sod cutter, cutting up rolls of sod, throwing yeah. them on a on a little trailer and haul them in between Kingston Springs and Burns.
0: Yeah. We made a, I guess, um, we were doing some side work, stripping side and we had nowhere for it to go. And y'all were needing some and yep. called you up and said, it, come get it. it it's was, all, uh, all you want. <laughs> it
1: was, uh, I feel like it was a couple yeah. months that we were doing that. So it, it was. I
0: actually sodded my house with that grass. Uh, when we, we built a house in Bellevue and I took some of that home too. A little zoysia, a little Meyer zoysia. You That's got, what it was. Yeah, it was. You're yeah. right. Yeah, we are patching fairways. Yeah. Right now to think about yeah.
1: it. Yeah. and we extended a fairway. I think out of it.
0: Yeah. Uh, what? Um, let's talk about this music a little bit. What? <laughs> what, um, what? 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 Uh, what are you into? What? What sort of music you like?
1: I'm. I'm all over the place. Um, you know, I listen to pretty much your standard middle age dad white guy music well I'm hang crazy. on a second I... <laughs> not to offend you <laughs> um, I, I listen to a little bit of everything um, I, a lot of 90s rock you know the uh, the uh, radio REM that kind of stuff a little I get a little bit into 90s hip hop I'm not a current hip hop guy but yeah. you know I'll, I'll listen to some Warren G and Nate Dog occasionally and uh some jazz, you know, I've gotten into that lately. Listen, I listen to a lot of uh, folk, Americana uh, kind of stuff. Some people might call kind of jam band stuff, too. Yeah.
0: Now, do you, you know. play instrument?
1: Yeah, I play guitar poorly. Okay. Um, you know, I always wanted to meet a and be in a relationship with a woman. There's one behind been, you right there. We I can drive it. I saw that fender back there. <laughs> um, that was a musician, and then I realized, oh wait, she's—I know she's like a real musician. Yeah. And now I'm like, ah, oh, you just do your thing, honey, and I'll, 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 I'll strum.
0: So, now, what does she play? Does she uh, piano? She's,
1: yeah, she does. Um, so she started out as a drummer as a child. So we've got the full drum kit. Now, little man is—that's awesome. he's is like Animal from Muppets. He's yeah. just going wild over there. Um, we've got a whole rack of guitars, ukulele. Uh, we've got a keyboard She can play keyboard I'm not a keyboard person um, All kinds of little Percussion things And music She's got stuff. it all then. We got We got stuff you, Yeah You should come over And check out The, the bonus room We got We got the stuff
0: uh, I need I I have aspirations When I What got me in the music what well, I've been in the music I DJed a lot When I was younger And that's kind of from the hip-hop listening to and stuff. Me and a buddy of mine did uh, DJ, and, and so I got into more of the production side, pecking around on a keyboard, drum machine, that kind of stuff.
1: Well, that's but, probably what got you into this. So yeah. I could, I, could see, well, I could see the progression in I,
0: I had a lot of stuff, equipment, and I was like, what am I going to do with this stuff? Let's start a podcast. So, um, But I um, I, started to, I started to take piano lessons, and I, I got to where I could get around the piano. But I quickly realized that you can't carry a piano with you. No. You, you, no. And, and <laughs> you know, they just don't show up. And so that got a little, I was like, yeah I can, I know I know what a piano looks like. I can look and I know where the notes are, but I'm not very good. So I was like, I want to learn how to play the guitar. So I get these things in my head where I'm like, okay, you know, I need to learn Spanish. I'm starting to do that. I'm like, <laughs> you know. Uh, you, you and know, me both. I'm yeah, working on that one too. Yeah. <laughs> but, but the guitar thing is like, all right, i i need I need to dive into this guitar thing and try to learn how to do it and see. So, it sits there. I don't pick it up very often, but um, I you know my my daughter she plays really well. She just self taught herself, and um, you know I'm really amazed at how well she can do it. But um, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a shot at some point because I, I, I can't sing, so uh, I just play I'm, the guitar. I'm
1: with you. People <laughs> pay me to not sing, but uh, no, I I pick it up. I enjoy it. It's it's one of those. Those things, if you had a stressful day or a long day, it's nice to just be able to sit down, pick it up, and just kind of think about that for a little while. Um, I'm glad I picked it up when I did. Um, I wish I spent more time with it, considering the number of guitars and instruments we have. I. I have you
0: have to. no excuses. I have
1: no excuses. Yeah, I mean, that,
0: that's kind of like me mowing grass when I was growing up. I mean, being a superintendent, I was like, I don't want to do that when I get home. Oh,
1: <laughs> uh, what is it? The the cobbler's kids go without shoes. Yeah, that's that right.
0: Say? Well, I have to write that one down. I've never heard that one, but <laughs> yeah, it um, music fascinates me. You know, um, I I don't know if you know this. I have uh, me and my buddy of mine, um, we do hip hop music. And
1: I have heard this. I have not heard the music yet but so I've we heard.
0: have we have two albums out on all platforms, and um, we're working on our third and we don't do a whole lot with it as far as promoting it it's in my opinion pretty pretty darn good. I mean I've got some a lot of friends who listen to it and you know I try to give it out and it's all available for free. I mean we don't make any money on it or nothing like that, but um we've been doing it for and it's the same guy that i dj with back in the high school middle school days and um we just we just reconnected about five or six years ago and started so hey man you want to make some music and we just do it and we we uh he's very very talented let me just say this i i do a lot of vocals and some production. He does the rest. I mean, I, and, and those and
1: people are important. <laughs> however,
0: however good it sounds, it's all him. He it's gets always, all the credit.
1: It's always a team. Yeah. I mean, anything, it takes a team. Yeah. Man, no, there's a lot to be said for that, too. There, you know, there are a lot of studies out there about, as we're all getting older, too, about learning new languages, yep. learning music, playing music, and how that cognitive function kind of, a lot of, People think that may delay or, or, or even uh, uh, treat some of the symptoms of dementia onset, that yeah. kind of thing, in old age. It's, it's just good for you to stretch the, the brain in a way that maybe you, you don't every other, every day out there in the world talking to people yeah. about landscape, you know.
0: I never took this that serious when I was younger, and that's what I try to pass along to my kids. It's like I would for sure have had them – I would have loved to learn an instrument when I was younger. I never knew that the importance of learning Spanish would be. And even right. when I got in the business, I was like, why do I need to learn this? Y'all, you know, I was kind of like, you need to s- just learn English, you know. But then I was thinking, well, this is, that's not the smart move. And yeah. now, now that I've gotten serious about learning it, and I, and I, I do a, a Duolingo, I, I use, I, I've tried Rosetta Stone and all these other ones. But I do it consistently. Every day I study and do about 15 to 20 minutes. And, uh, you know, it'll take me. Probably two or three years of com- constant repetition, but i I'm gonna be fluent.
1: But it's great, and I guarantee you're gonna see like you're gonna see results in other places other than just your Spanish acumen yeah. from doing that because it's like it's no different than working out. Like yeah. you, you wor- It's working out your brain. Um, but it's it's the way our industry is trending. Yep. You know, that's the we're seeing those trends here already. Um, and I'm with you. I mean, in high school, I took French. But I was like, I wasn't going to need either one of them, you know, you know, who knows why I took French instead of Spanish, man, I wish I had not done that Uh, because there's not a day goes by where I'm not. That did you
0: a lot of good, didn't it? Yeah. Right.
1: (laughs) Um, uh, I mean, day one on the golf course, they uh, get in the carry all. They take me out there. They drop me off with a a group, a a crew of guys that not a single one of them spoke a word of English, you know. From that point on, I regretted that decision yeah. from taking French over Spanish, but uh, you know it it, it it really is probably the fastest-growing piece of our customer base in this industry. Right. So, no, I applaud you, man, for doing it because it's a—it's uh, time well spent.
0: Well, it is, and and I think it—it it can only add. I can only. It can only bring value to me and I, and to currently what I do. And, and if I can, because I see the importance in our business and the line of work that. Being bilingual, being able to communicate with your customers, and just try to, because we have a huge Hispanic base, yeah. and and to be able to make their experience that much better, that that only that just keeps me driving to keep going. Like, I I I'll tell you what I used to do when, when I was at the golf course. I had a guy who kind of he was the one who could speak the best English. But he spoke really good Spanish, too. And I would tell him, and this is how I would try to expedite my learning, was I was like, you just talk to me in Spanish. Don't ever address me in any English. And we'll fight through it. And if I can't get it, then I'll ask you to say it in, in English. And i you know I've got some guys you know that we work with that are bilingual and stuff, and I'll try and to you know try, I work that in because i cause the reps and the rep it's you can sit there and read it and learn yeah. it all day if you don't apply it, yeah. you're just spinning your wheels yeah. you know it it's like anything you do you know it's like i need to i need to I need to actually go out and apply it
1: well, you should have every opportunity <laughs> to apply it now, brother it's well the problem is they still'
0: they, it's still a it, it goes by so fast you're yeah. like what did you say? Yeah. <laughs> Master Spacio, <man. laughs> Slow down. Yeah. You know, so it's a, uh, you know, and you're right. Um, back to your point about, you know, that cognitive function and learning new skills and things like that. It's very important. You know, it's something that I, I learned again, I learned a lot in my, from lots of ups and downs in life that, you know, you, you got to pick up books. You got to, you got to listen yeah. to podcasts that, playing video games and you know sitting there on the couch and doing nothing is just not going to get you anywhere yeah. and, and, I, and and I don't know how much you know about me but I, I like to be in positive influence on people and like to encourage people and I don't like to see people being depressed or down or worried about this situation or worried about that situation that, they make fun of me at work because I have a, a sign on my computer that says um, "No no problem is permanent you know and I don't know if I, you can hear that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, my my headphones just messed up. But I said it says no problem is permanent. And you know, I'm like, you know, it doesn't matter what it is that uh, uh, you know, we're going to fight through it and get in, you know. And so I try to I try to be that voice for cuz it can be training, you can be working outside, or you can be dragging your feet because you got a truck to unload or this and that and I'm like, hey, just you alright? You good? You know? So that's that's kind of where I come from and and uh you know, I, that I've I've developed that over the last eight to ten years of just you know podcasts and books and things I've listened to.
1: Well, and you realize eventually too that that your 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 attitude is is reflected in the people around you also, and you're influencing their day. Yeah. So how selfish is that? You're having a crappy day. Well, don't make everybody else's day crappy. You know, you know. On the book piece, that's something when I moved into this role. Uh, leading a, a large team of people, that I realized quickly, I was like, "Man, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta up my game here." Yeah. Um, so I got a, I got a list of books that uh, I, I started hitting pretty hard. That uh, just trying to help me figure out, how, okay, other people have done this. How, how did, you know? I don't have to reinvent the wheel, but what, what are other people doing that in similar roles to, to manage their time yeah. and to Deal with, uh, uh, you know, uh, deal with people, uh, new new associates, deal with attitudes, different people with different agendas, uh, you know, deal with conflict occasionally, yeah. you know, um, and that's uh, that that's part of that, and you gotta you gotta go seek it. You know, yeah. Nobody's gonna bring it to you. You gotta go seek it.
0: No, and and a, and I'm a big believer then that you know you you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. You know you can give people all the tools. People are gonna it's a, it's a it's a big reflection on them if they can pull themselves up out of whatever they're dealing with and kind of keep going. But sometimes people just are gonna you know just gonna have a bad day, or they're gonna be not feeling great, or oh, this yeah. or that, and. To try to to try to be a source of encouragement, or to look at them and say, "Hey, what do you need?" You know, you know that kind of thing. Because no matter what business you're in, really, you know, it's about the people you you know that are around you. You know, you're not a good team leader. You're not a good manager. You're not a good uh, you know associate. I mean, you're just you're you're not doing the you're doing the team a disservice if you're kind of bringing everybody down.
1: Well, and then too, you know how much engagement are you going to have from a team member, whether they're, you know, they report to you or you report to them. If yeah. you don't act like you care, Yeah. you know, just and what's the harm in just saying, Hey, you okay.
0: Yeah.
1: You're not acting like yourself today. Yeah. My boss is the first one to tell you he's since learned not to call me before nine in the morning. <laughs> uh, he gets a different J than he does after nine depends on my caffeine level. Uh, but he'll, he'll occasionally call me and he'll say, you know, yeah, you haven't had coffee yet today, have you? Yeah. No, no. He's like, you're trending down, buddy. Go, yeah. go, go! Drink a, cu- a cup of coffee. Call me back, and I will. And the conversations often a little different. So, yeah, uh, yeah. But just just that act of, of showing that you care.
0: Yeah. yeah. No, it's important. I mean, you know, like I said, it doesn't it doesn't do us any good if uh, if we're you know like we're in the customer service business and we have to kind of have everybody kind of moving in in harmony with everybody and and you can see, you can tell that if something's out of whack you know yeah. then you need to kind of say well hey check in with this person see what's going on you know because we're guys obviously and we're you know we don't like to talk about these t- types of things and and sometimes we keep stuff bottled in and you know, you could be having a bad day at home, wife said something, you know, girlfriend, whatever, you know, and, and all of a sudden, you know, you bring that to your job. And all of a sudden now it's it's sort of snowballs. You yeah. Know? And you're seen it happen. Seen yeah. it happen a lot. Yeah.
1: You know? And that's one of those things that I think we're trying to work on, too, just as as an organization, yeah. you know, is is being more open to those kind of conversations and less of that just. Keeping it in, you know, that's part of being a manager, you know, managing folks is, is talking to them about, you know, Hey, you don't seem like you're happy. What, what can I do there? Yeah. You know, that's not always an easy conversation, but uh, it's, you got to, because again, if you don't, it's not just showing you care. If you don't care, you really probably should ask yourself why you're even here. For sure. You know, why are you doing this if you don't care? Yeah. Um, So. I try to be pretty genuine with my folks about that. And fortunately, I mean, you've, you've been on our team for a while now. You've you've seen the folks we have. Uh, we've, we've got some high performers and a lot of very close individuals, and we, we we're very tight-knit. We, oh, for we sure. Care. We take yeah. care of one another. Yeah.
0: yeah. One of the things I like to dive into, because it's it's been a, a source of learning for me in my life, is like what, what are some of the things in life that were challenges that you kind of fought through and what – did you learn from you can be specific as you want i mean i've i've talked about job loss or divorce and some things that i've been through what is something that like you feel comfortable talking about that you that was not necessarily a up moment in your life and man, you, you
1: just keep getting heavier and hey heavier man and you're working working me heavy here uh <laughs> now nah, i mean that's
0: what this podcast is all about
1: man, i've i've been very i've been very fortunate yeah i i, I have known people with some some serious challenges in their lives and some people right now that are going through some very, very serious, uh, challenges in their lives. And, uh, I've not experienced anything like that. You know, I, I grew up in the absolute middle of nowhere. Um, we didn't have everything. We yeah. didn't have a lot even, but I had a, what really counted in abundance. I had Uh, I had some grandparents that were just absolutely amazing people, and mom that uh, we're still very close. So while you know there there were challenges there uh, initially, but man, I you couldn't ask to be around better people in a Mm -hmm. community of people. Um,
0: How many people you have in Tennessee City? You you still go back there? A lot. You got family? Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. So uh, until recently, my mom was still living there. Um, she has since uh, moved here to Murfreesboro, but um, I I don't have my uh, any people directly. My wife's family's got some folks that live over in McEwen, which is next door. You probably know where McEwen is. Know, know some folks and, from McEwen. My, my in-laws are all shout over shout out there. to the Bells. Yeah, yeah, exactly over there. Um, right down the street, man. Um, but uh, I don't know how many folks are there. It's a growing community. It's just like everywhere else, man. It blows my mind that they're building. McMansion's in Tennessee City Tennessee like just these it just I cannot believe we got builders working in in that area now. Um it doesn't look the same as it did when I was a kid for sure.
0: It, but, it won't be long before Nashville and Dixon are all kind of the same and blended in together. It's already headed that way.
1: Well, looking at looking out your window right here yeah. just when we opened the Murfreesboro store in '08 uh this was this was all farms this <laughs> you know it's it's houses it's apartments it's a kroger and a yeah. strip mall man none of this was in fact this road veterans parkway over here that didn't even exist
0: when when i lived here and growing up <laughs> The old time pottery was the last thing, thing. I remember that thing day. you can't even find it now. It's <laughs> surrounded by someone. I mean, you crossed over and they're like, Old time,
1: that's way out there. I go by it every day. My kids' daycares behind it. Uh, I live over that way, yeah. But uh, yeah, that was the last, that was the edge of town. That was the
0: edge of town. I 24,
1: old time pottery.
0: Now it's five miles of stuff. Oh, yeah,
1: it's crazy, man. It's crazy, but yeah. uh, no, I mean, I, I've been super fortunate, you know. I, yep, uh, uh, and and I really. Only worked two places in my entire adult life. I worked at Greystone, and I've worked here.
0: Man, that's fortunate.
1: Uh, like I said, I've been here 18 yeah. and a half years, and I'm not, not planning on going anywhere. I, I, I really love what I'm doing right now, and uh, the people I get to, to work with every Every day, and uh, enjoyed the heck out of bringing you know and having you on the team now. Yeah, you were
0: instrumental in that.
1: Um, we've got uh, we've got some fun people to huh. you know. Why would you want to go anywhere else?
0: Well, that's I'm going to ask you a real hard question now. Then, um, <laughs> wh- where what's the next steps for Mr. Maples? What. Oh.
1: Who knows? Yeah. Um, we'll see. What do you want to do? Uh, we'll see how long yeah. we uh, we keep me around. I I don't know. Uh, I'm terrible. You're
0: here. not close to retirement age. I can tell that.
1: No, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I've got my I got my lottery tickets. Oh, we'll way.
0: Wouldn't I... <laughs> see me again. <laughs> Be like, what happened know. to BJ? Yeah.
1: What happened to that guy? Um,
0: <laughs> he bought us. <laughs>
1: yeah, you know that. What's the joke? I wouldn't tell anyone I won the lottery, but there'd be some clues. There'd yeah. be some clues. Oh, there'd um, be some clues for sure. Yeah, I don't know. Um, like I said, I, I I do not to not to make this a site one commercial yeah. necessarily, but I, I I do love our company. I'm I'm having a lot of fun with what I do. I'm very very fortunate. To be, I mean, we hit on it. I didn't go to college, you know. I, I really uh, became a professional here. Um, I don't know that I know how to do anything else, but I don't really want to. Um, this is this is home. Um, so wherever that will be, I'm sure will be here. Yeah. Um, I'm not really interested in moving anywhere. I, this is home. Where we put down roots here. My little guys putting down roots here. Like I said, my wife's got a career and she's here. I don't know, um, probably something in the sales world. I I still, uh, I am an irrigation nerd. That's what kind of like what I built my career on uh, with site one. I've kind of moved away from that. Now I'm a a Salesforce nerd, which we didn't even talk about Salesforce.
0: Yeah. We're not getting into the weeds,
1: (laughs) Uh, but, uh,
0: bore people right off.
1: this (laughs) We can talk about that all you want. Yeah. Um, but, uh, uh, I've, I've moved more towards that, but uh, you know, uh, uh, probably something uh, in the sales, sales management yeah. world with with insight. One well, that's the interesting thing about this company, and anybody that would ever want to come come work with us. That you know, my my role didn't exist two years ago. Mm-hmm. This role I'm in now, probably whatever that next role is I move into, probably doesn't exist now. But and that's exciting in a yeah. lot of ways. We are a startup you know we are a company of acquisitions and while we have a purpose and we have a uh, i mean we're a pretty big company to be a startup right we're right. we're on the we're on the NYSE the whole thing publicly traded but you know i think our future is pretty bright and uh, a ton of opportunity there so i'm excited to see what what that looks like, whenever that is, but yeah. um, I'm having a heck of a lot of fun right now. So, so
0: you don't do you do much selling, or you just manage the sellers? Is that is that um, accurate? I pretty
1: much manage the sellers. Um, uh, I, uh, really, I, I manage. Uh, I like I like to say lead sales lead for the, the sales management team. Mm-hmm. So I've got um, right now I've got three or four sales managers that work I work with. And then I have four sellers that I work with directly. They're kind of more of the more senior sellers on our staff. Yeah. Um, but I don't I do a little bit of selling, I, I do a lot of coaching. Right. You know, and, and, and you know, most people know what they need to do. They know the right thing. Uh-huh. Sometimes they just need a little encouragement or reinforcement and and somebody to bounce an idea off of and and then we try to, you know, work on certain Actions in certain disciplines, you know, keeping a uh, your calendar and your schedule, and and and, and, and uh, just certain other things. Not to get too proprietary, right. <laughs> but there there are some certain sales actions that we try to coach people right. towards. Um, I know you've you've had a you've had a quite a uh, drinking from the fire. Oh, hose it has been the last six months. It has been <laughs> with with some of our terminology and our love of, of acronyms. Um, but uh, I don't. I, I have a couple of customers that I'm still in contact with. Some of our larger key accounts um, that I'm occasionally. Honestly, it's usually tech support. Yeah. Some sort of irrigation question. Again, that's kind of like what I. I was known for it for a long time. And, um, uh, but other than that, I'm mainly working with you guys in the field, yeah. just, uh, meeting with customers and, and observing.
0: Yeah. Now, do you enjoy the, do you get to do some of the operational side stuff or is it mainly just
1: the sellers? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I dabble my, my hand a little bit in operations. That's where my background is. Yeah. Um, I manage the irrigation line of business us, irrigation and outdoor lighting. So, uh, I handle, you know, uh, some of that work for us, just, uh, uh, not to get too off in the weeds, but, (laughs) but, but all the aspects of that, that industry stocking and what we, what we stock and then managing relationships with some of our key vendors, your, your rainbirds and your hunters, your K rains and all all those folks. Um, and, uh, and inventory levels, that kind of thing, all that fun stuff. I actually, you know, uh, that's that geeky I, stuff. The geeky stuff, you yeah, <laughs> know. That's the kind of stuff. I know you. You. You recently did a disc. Have you done your disc assessment? I did.
0: I'm um, going to do another one. It looks like in Memphis. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah I'll probably be there for that. Where, where'd you land on your disc assessment? For those, uh, for anybody out there that doesn't know what we're into, you should go.
0: I was a. <laughs> uh, God, what was I? Um, was I? You I seem think like I'm, an eye. Yeah, yeah I think it was an eye. You seem like an yeah. eye to me. Yes. I was like an I S or no? Was I was I was sort of teetering towards one or the other. I, I,
1: you seem I like should not. know
0: that, but yeah. I mean, I when uh, back when we had um, kind of an S S R training, mm-hmm. they did them that oh, yeah, round, yeah, and it, I, I was in that yeah, Murfreesboro, and um, I sat in on that one and did that. Uh, yeah, it was an I. There wasn't very many in I's in the room. No,
1: I's are eyes are the uh, are usually the outlier for us. We have yeah. a lot of D's, which is the direct. <laughs> <laughs> you can take that now again that's want. a whole nother that's a whole nother topic <laughs> we got a lot of these yeah. i'm a c so that yeah. means i like uh yeah. i like data yeah analytical like, guys I'm, I'm very analytical and yep. in, in a lot of the ways i do things and i you know i i can stretch and i can be out there i, I spent a lot of my career doing sales trainings and then uh technical training for groups of customers for new products that we brought on and and people were always kind of surprised that that's not really my thing. Yeah. I, I can do that. I can stretch to that. But man, a, a nice day for me is is uh, a good spreadsheet, <laughs> a good cup of coffee, yeah. and uh, a podcast. And I'm uh, I'm doing my I'm you're, in the weeds. You're, doing you're my good.
0: Thing. Yeah. You're, uh, well, you know, you just gotta have people to do it. and Enjoy it. You <laughs> it know. Takes all. It takes I know. all. But I, just, I
1: enjoy getting out with everybody also. It, so yeah.
0: Well, good, man. Um, well, so, what do you do for fun? What do you like to do for fun?
1: Man, like I said, it can't
0: be all work.
1: It's not. It's not. Uh, me and my, my little guy and my wife, uh, we we have like to have adventures. We travel quite a bit when we can. Yeah. National parks. We're we're park people, outdoors people. Um, he just turned he's four and a half now. So we're really getting to a point now where we can go have some adventures. Mm-hmm. So we go, we ride bikes on weekends. Uh, I like to run a trail run. Um, and then the music stuff when we can, we're, we're finally getting to where we can get him out to go some shows too. But um, you know, that's, that's pretty much it. Um, we, uh, we, we do everything as a unit. So yeah, that's good. A lot though. of, a lot of folks are like, don't yeah. you to get some time. No, we, We take him to everything because we both didn't travel much as kids, you know, and just getting him that opportunity to go to the beach or to go to concerts or heck, I was 17 before I ever went to a concert. So he was was the first
0: concert you ever went to. The
1: Hallman Brothers Band.
0: Yeah. Oh, you're going to live that one down.
1: (laughs) (laughs) uh, uh, I've probably seen them. Heck, I think I probably saw them around 15 times before they called it quits. Yeah, big. I was a big fan for a long time. Uh, Yeah, I was one of those guys. I was one of those guys. The the Allman Brothers, widespread, twenty
0: times. These people are unique to me (laughs) or interesting. Maybe not unique, but interesting that they can go see the same band multiple times. My daughter will go see Harry Styles. (laughs) She's traveled to Ireland, England. Oh, that's cool. Canada, L.A. I mean, she follows this dude around like like she's in the band or something. And I'm like, what are you doing? And it has to be in the teens that she's seen them. I'm like...
1: Let me tell you, I don't know what it is about our industry, but yeah. panic, widespread panic. I have made more <laughs> customer friends yeah. and bonded with more customers over widespread panic. I got a widespread panic sticker on my car now. I think every vehicle I've had for the last 20 years has had some type of widespread panic sticker on it. Customers, you know, it's the, sometimes that's the icebreaker. And then yeah. we're talking, and we're talking about shows. He's like, man, you know... we're what about '99? Were you in Hunts? I was like, I was there.
0: <laughs> so, that's a whole. That's so, that. That all that conversation is over my head. I have no clue about widespread panic. Well, I'm not even sure I could name one song by them. That's well, that's admitting something I probably I shouldn't. To, but,
1: uh, I need to help you out with that.
0: So. Yeah, I mean, I'm a little older than you, I guess, but I, I, the the hip hop and all that just it snatched onto me and latched on and then then I kind of gravitated towards the I did listen to like the Pearl Jams and all the that you know the grunge music Mm -hmm. love that and then country I got into country Um, but you know I'm hip hop at heart
1: that's interesting you an East Coast or a West
0: Coast guy I I listen to it all man yeah Biggie Biggie was my favorite Mm. so Biggie Tupac I know that's kind of Cliche because a lot of people like, you know, I was obviously Eminem, mm-hmm. um, Beastie Boys. Wow, yeah. Beasties. Yeah. Any of that Cypress Hill. Rick Rubin Hill. stuff's good. Yep. Big
1: Rick Rubin fan. Anything he yeah. produced, pretty solid. I mean,
0: that's me and Rob's kind of style takes some of Tribe Called Quest, uh, Beastie mm-hmm. Boys. We sort of kind of find our way through that Cypress Hill, that older uh, that's school. Good stuff. Yeah, that's so good we. Stuff. We, we we were kind of off the beaten path but not in not that mainstream kind of hip you know it's more that kind that's, of that's the fun stuff that's the fun stuff yeah that's, stuff, yeah. You know yeah. that's where like we kind of go to little
1: Wu-Tang clan love Wu-Tang oh yeah 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 yeah. good
0: yeah. yep yeah. Yeah. he uh, matter of fact uh, Rob went to it's the Rock the Bells uh, they have a festival hmm. it's all rap festival up in like New York or somewhere and uh, I hadn't talked to him since he got back but he he loves that stuff, man. He's deep in it, and he's and he's and I mean, he can really get after it on on a production side and make just
1: the weird thing with me is I didn't get into that until I was well into my thirties. Yeah, I just I, and I was you know I'm I'm not that much younger than yeah you. I was there when the prime of that going through. And yeah, I just didn't pay attention to it, didn't appreciate it like I should have. Yeah. But that's true of so many things you figure Heck out yeah. later. You know, right?
0: Yeah. Well, I don't want to take any more of your time, man. I've been really appreciate you doing this. I, did I ask you all the questions you thought I was going to ask you, or more? Uh,
1: yeah, you asked me those and more. Yeah. Um, so, uh, no, this has been a lot of fun. Like I said, we, you know, it's been a lot of fun getting to know you over the last yeah. couple months. This is cool. Yeah. this has been neat. Uh, I can officially say I was on a podcast. So, yes, yeah. I can add that to my resume. Um, I hope your experience with Site One's been been pleasant I mean what so I'm going to ask you a question I love about, it I love okay, it so like what, what's what been the biggest surprise coming from a, from being a customer um, and in the industry now that you're on the inside right. with the big with the big site one what, what, what's been your biggest surprise there
0: hmm my biggest surprise I don't know that it's a surprise necessarily it's it's the, the vastness of the amount of items and things that are available for people to get. And the lack that, you know, I think one of the big things for me is is that it's hard. You carry everything. And it's, it's hard to wrap your mind around that. Mm-hmm. And it, even the things you think they don't carry we probably have them probably got probably got and so just it it almost was overwhelming at first and i and and i had i'll be honest and i had one of the best opportunities to work along with zach long to try to get he he above all else was a great person and a great resource to kind of help me and he still does to this day but like it's it's like hey man I need this help. What do I do here? You know, and, and so, and he never batted an eye. It was always receptive to, you know, helping me. And because, and, you know, I mean, I'm taking kind of his his role as he moves up. Uh, up and, and, and so it was kind of like he wanted to see me be successful. And and so learning, learning all the inventory, learning the processes, you know, just kind of drinking from a fire hose. But the 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 really the the biggest surprise was like that site 1 is is so much of a distributor of things that you can get it's a one stop shop place where I never knew that at being a customer. I didn't know that some of the things I could get there, you know, even being golf course superintendents, you know, we're big on people coming to us and seeing us and we getting things from them. And it might be a, you know, it might be a specific vendor or other person, you know, I don't want to give anybody else any, you know, <laughs> call anybody out. But it's like, you know, you develop relationships with them. And, but, you know, it was, it was, I never really, I never really came across. I mean, Tony, he and and I, you know, but I and he even told me. He's like, he asked me one day. He's like, why didn't why didn't you buy as much from me as you did? And I was like, Tony, you know, I have relationships with other people, but honestly, it was a lack of knowledge. It was a lack of knowing that I could get a lot of stuff and and how it all worked. And you know, and I same on me, you know. And and now that you learn that, I, I'm trying to pass that along to people that I can, you know, talk to and say, hey. You know, we got this. You know, we can carry that. You know, we I can get you this. You know, there are certain things that, um, you know, think about us first before you go somewhere else.
1: Well, it's just, yeah, and inquiring about people's needs. But yeah, yeah. that's a thats a good one. I, I don't know that I've heard that one before. Um, but it is is—it is pretty vast. You know, that's the big thing. You've seen one site, one. You've seen one site, one. Mm-hmm. We're all different yeah. in every single location. So, uh, no, that's interesting. I mean, interesting. working
0: at a nursery branch is – um Is interesting in itself you know we're very plant heavy and we're and we're you know a lot of a lot of people coming in and out trying to get things but um you know trying to learn all the different nuances of the plants i mean if there's another freaking boxwood
1: i'm gonna shoot myself
0: why do they have to be so many
1: (laughs) you know yeah i get that and
0: i'm like i'm sitting over there going what's the difference like what's the difference? You know, you can't tell. Well, then why do they call them that? You know,
1: you know, and I spent a good part of my career working in a green store, and I love that culture at those green stores. It yeah. kind of wrap it all back into where we started. You know, I find that culture at our stores like that because it's hard to work there at times. Yeah. it's hot. It's dusty. Yeah, um, the it's you're you're loading, and unloading trucks and. And, and it, it is hard manual work. It's a lot like working at the golf course. Yeah. But you also build those bonds with people doing that. You just don't build any other way, man. Yeah. You just, you know, if you're on the back of a, uh, those of us are a West Coast truck, you know, unloading Arbor Vitas and skip laurels for a couple hours and the truck driver's cussing at you because <laughs> he needs to be in Knoxville in two hours and you're trying to get the thing unloaded. Man, it's a whole lot like uh, it's a whole lot like uh, you know uh, fixing bunkers after a yeah. rainstorm. You know, and yep. uh, and the and the, uh, the 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 pros on the radio with you. Hey, you guys clear? You guys clear? We're ready to send people off. Yep. And you know, but that that hard work, a little bit of stress, and you just bond with folks in a way that you just don't anywhere else. And I think that's one of the reasons why we just we're, we're a pretty tight knit group.
0: Here. Yeah. No, it's a it's a way to that's a good way to put a bow on, and it. it's been a it's been a great conversation. We'll have to do it again. Uh, I, you know, I I have this podcast is an absolute passion of mine. I enjoy doing it. I thought nobody better than to, to have on to kind of introduce this to you and let you see how it works, and then maybe. We do some fun stuff down the road, I but think, yeah, we're going to, we're yeah. going to
1: figure out a way to yeah. use this internally and yeah. have a little fun with this.
0: I hope so. Yeah. I mean, I, I'd love to figure that component out. That's yeah. a, maybe an offline conversation, but yeah. you know, we'll, um, it's been fun kind of, um, it's been a lot of fun just sitting down chatting with you and you know, I appreciate you doing this and, uh, you know, Hey man, I, I I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for all the things you've done for me, and I and I I hope that we have a lot of fun working together.
1: Oh, it's going to be we got we got another six months before the end of the year, so we got a, we yeah. got a
0: lot of fun to come. Heck yeah! Um, you on any social medias? You want to give any of that out? Do You do any of that? You got? No, to,
1: I'm am yeah. not. I, I'm you know I'm a LinkedIn guy. Yep. Um, but I'm usually just pushing stuff for my team members who okay. are out there. Uh, I got a lot of twenty somethings that work on my team, and they're producing yeah. stuff constantly. So. Yeah. I, Honestly, you push it on there. I, I stay pretty quiet on social. I got the my Facebook, but unless yeah. you want to see pictures of my kid, you're not going <laughs> to see a whole lot there. But, man, he's cute. I yeah. wouldn't blame you if you did.
0: Well, if uh, somebody wants to get a hold of you, how do they get a hold of you? Email? Uh,
1: email. It's just as simple yeah. as my first initial, J, yeah. Last name, Maples. It's yeah. site1.com.
0: Yeah. Well, Jay is a wealth of knowledge. He's uh, been a joy to work for, and he's uh, instrumental in me being on at Site One. And uh, I really appreciate you joining me, man. And and uh, we'll have to do it again sometime. Oh yeah, anytime. Well, all right, folks. That's it for the episode. I appreciate you listening. As always, be sure to uh, like, subscribe, uh, share the episode. Hopefully, you got some value out of it, man. We try to do this thing. I'm going to try to uh, get more involved in getting some more content out. It's a, a fun passion of mine and a. Uh, Something I'm really looking forward to in my new role and and meeting a lot of new people and a new side of the business. Love the golf business, but I'm enjoying what we're doing. And, uh, man, just uh, tell people about it. Share the show. I uh, hope you enjoyed listening to me and Jay. And uh, Nick, we'll talk to you soon.